This that lunchroom chatter podcast, you know? Well, you sit up and think about fucking your girl's best friend, but you can't because your girl's a fighter and she'll fuck you up. This that lunchroom chatter podcast where you lay up and think about being a porn star, but you can't because you come too quick, so you got to eat the pussy for 95 minutes. Mmm, that kind of shit. This that lunchroom chatter podcast where you in bed at night thinking about beating your meat, but you can't because you live with your mama. And she busts in the room and says, bitch, get the fuck up. Mama, why you ain't knock on the door first? This that kind of shit. Where you can be yourself, where you can relax, where you could put yourself into the mind of another nigga. So stay tuned. Let's get this shit popping. Lunchroom chatter podcast, baby. Oh my God, we back. I know some of you guys been looking for the episode. Like, bro, where the fuck is the next episode? I'm here, man. Yo, I'm tired of these fucking bill collectors calling my phone. I know this is a fucking side rant, but bro, yo, why every time I block a fucking bill collector or like a scam ass number, like 10 more numbers keep calling me? Let me play out a voicemail I just got. Bro, I got about, let me check. I got 70, 43 voicemails. I mean, I got 43 voicemails. That's straight bullshit. Look at this voicemail that just called my phone. Look at it. Look at this bullshit. Hello, 1199ers. This is your union calling to invite you to a conversation on the COVID-19 vaccine. Who the fuck is this? Next voicemail. For the same shit. Hold on. The fuck are y'all doing? Who the fuck is this? I just be trying to live, man. Look. Hi, good evening. I'm calling from the pharmacy for the house at X1 if you can give me a call back at home. I ain't even go to no pharmacy, bitch. That shit. I'm calling from the pharmacy for lunch, bitch. Oh my god, shut the fuck up, man. Fucking scam numbers, man. But um, who a lot to cover this week, man? Ashanti, Keisha Cole. I know y'all was looking forward to that versus battle. It was canceled. Ashanti fucked around and got the COVID nineteen. She got the coronavirus. But you know, well wishes to Ashanti. I hope you get well soon. <sighs> Tiny Lister, aka Debo. From the movie Friday, Friday After Next, and so many other movies. He he has become a staple. He was a, he was a profound figure in our culture. Like, sometimes we take it for granted, but Tiny Lister, a.k.a. Debo. Like, he was such a huge figure in our lives growing up, man. So, to hear that he passed away, and right now they say it's due to COVID-19, um, COVID-19 symptoms. That shit hurt, man. And Faison Love, he blames Jay-Z for the current rappers being killed due to violence. Due to Jay-Z previously having this drug lord persona. So I'm going to tell y'all what I think about that. And Apple released $549 AirPods. These are called the AirPod Max. They are $549. Shit. And Peppa from Salt and Pepper. I'm gonna tell y'all who she's suing, man. <laughs> oh my God, it's some shit to talk about, man. I want to talk about right now. Like I'm trying to help one of my good friends. I've known her for about ten years, and you know she's going through a lot right now in regards to having relationship issues or issues with men. Now I wish I can talk to you guys or tell you guys about. The issue she is having, but this is someone, you know, who I know and I respect her privacy. So I'm not going to do that and kind of put her shit out there. I'm not going to do that, man. But we're going to start off, man. 
I'm in a good mood right now, man. I had a COVID scare last week at work, but I'm feeling better. I'm feeling great. So I'm going to play a song by my guy, Jalen Santoy. This is called Situations. We're going to start off. We're going to take it back, man. I ain't played music in a minute. This is Jalen Santoy, Situations. This is off his project, Shepherds. Drop 2020. Find him on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Music, everywhere, man. You looking for a nigga who gonna change your situation? I'm not him. A Southside nigga with some patience. I'm not him. You looking for a nigga who gonna change your situation? I'm not him. A Southside nigga with some patience. I'm not him. You just want the pen so you can know location. I know I am. I hear you dropping names just strictly for motivation. I know I am. And now you praying that the nigga to show you right, show you right. It's too much weight to carry, no. I see it in the face of fearing you. I see it in the face of fearing you. A rich nigga won't change for fearing you. A rich nigga won't. A rich nigga won't change for fearing you. I see it in the face of fear you. A rich nigga won't change for fear you. No, Jay, don't play that picture one for the scene. He stacked Kranak two, got the bars on Sheen. Charlie been had the angels before they put it on the screen. Naheem just do a big and new hoes, just want beans. Seagull been made illegal for the truth to be sold. How I go, how I go. Shawty only hit a nigga when his neck froze. Pain run DBE and C Impresso. Bless so they ain't tryna test so. Keep it 100, I can fuck with niggas and stun it. You just hit the kid line when the time to go run it. For your own, so you gotta have a nigga who's stunning. Whip game been thorough, nigga know how you run into the dumb. You. Getting caught out in public with something different, know the ones with you. I ain't about to run with you. It always be something, I know what you pumping. I hear your line talking like, ain't no chance I ain't saving no soul. Ain't no chance I ain't saving no soul. You the type making niggas stick to the cold, 100%. These chains pull up, mama on froze. Ain't no chance I ain't saving no soul. Ain't no chance I ain't saving no soul. You the type making niggas stick to the cold, 100%. You looking for a nigga who gon' change your situation? I'm not him. Sad nigga with some patience. I know him. You looking for a nigga who gon' change the situation? I know him. A south side nigga with some patience. I know him. You just want the pen so you can know location. I know him. I hear you dropping names just strictly for motivation. I know him. And now you praying that the nigga to show you right, show you right. It's too much weight to carry, no. I see it in the face of fearing you. I see it in the face of fearing you. A rich nigga won't change for fearing you. A rich nigga won't. A rich nigga won't change for fearing you. I see it in the face of fearing you. Yeah, yeah, that was my guy Jalen Santoy with Situation. That is off his project Shepherds, man. But um, yo, I seen a video that made me think: Would I smack my son if he called me broke? Now, let me play out this video real quick. Some of y'all probably seen it. A little boy was talking to his mama, and he said, let me, matter of fact, let me let this little motherfucker speak. I want the PS5, but they charging too much money for it. How much money? A thousand dollars. Oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm not going to get a PS5 no more, because that costs too much money. I don't even think you got, you got that much money to afford it. You trying to call me broke? No, no. Boy, I. No, like, I just don't think. You 
you're not broke. You got all this money, but I don't, I just don't think you don't have a I just don't think you have a thousand. That's broke. If you tell somebody, look, you're not broke, but I don't think you got that amount of money. You kind of calling a broke man. But I'm speaking of broke man. My heart got broke last week, man. I, I'm I, like I was at work all day. Like thinking, oh my God, I can't wait to get home. Ashanti versus Keisha Cole. This shit gonna be fire, man. I came home. I rushed. I took a shower. I came out the shower. I pulled up Apple Music. I'm like, bro, like where the fuck is the battle? And then I I Googled the battle and I found out it was postponed. Now, Ashanti, I love you, man. Like, you're supposed to be always on time, but you fucked up the time today, man. Let me play out what she said, man. But um, and look, what pissed me off is the battle got pushed back till January. But I think next week we got E40 versus Too Short. That's going to be a good battle. But that's not Keisha Cole versus Ashanti. I love some good R&B battles, man. But let me play out what she said first. Ashanti, you had to go He's fuck it up. very crazy. Never in a million years did I think I would get COVID. Um... I'm super bummed. I'm actually, I'm still ready to do it. Like she in full blown makeup in this video, which lets you know she was ready. <coughs> oh, um, no, nah, never mind. Bitch coughing and shit. Like late last night, early this morning, trying to figure out how to do it. I got my computer set up. Um, but man, I was proud when um, she jumped on um, IG Live with Keisha Cole and Keisha Cole was showing support. Man, like I love when I see black women stick together, man, because... The media tries to put black women against each other every fucking day. And like the the fans play into that shit. It's like when you see, like for example, like male rappers, you could have 30 male rappers and everybody has a lane. But when it comes to female rappers, it's like we have Nicki Minaj out. It's like Nicki Minaj has to be the only hot female out. And then Cardi B comes along. The media gravitates towards Cardi B. The fans gravitate towards Cardi B. The media says, fuck Nicki Minaj. The fans say, fuck Nicki Minaj. Then Meg Thee Stallion comes along. Most fans leave Cardi B and go to Megan. It's just like, so it's not just the media. It's everybody, man. And I'm not saying everybody, like literally everybody. I'm just saying, like, we, like there's more than one lane for women Singers and rappers, man. Like everybody can have a different avenue and still compete while still being called you. So everybody can make money, man. But shout out to Keisha Cole, man, for jumping on IG Live with Shanti, man. Women empowerment. You know what I'm saying? It's about celebration, playing classic records. You know what I mean? I look, and I told you, I was like, look, Keisha, let's do it. I can still do it. I'm gonna do it from the house. I got the laptop. Let's do it. No, man. You know, I told you last night. I said, you know, I want to give you a hug. I want to love yeah. on you. Mm. I want to sing your songs in front of you. I want you to. I want you to mm. be there and do the same. I want you. 100%. I want you to enjoy your flowers. Right now, I want to enjoy you my flowers. And I want to. I want us to be united as one. It's too much separation and division mm. in this business as yeah. women. Guys are constantly sticking together. 
Exactly. And I think that, Ex- that, that sounds so good. We should be able to do the same. Same. Mm. I'm promoting that. Clapping you know up again for Keish. A lot different than who we were when we first came in this business. Mm-hmm. I know I am. I'm so proud of Keisha Cole, man. Like just hearing her say that again, like. Like hearing her say, you know, men are always unified. Like I, I just said that men are always unified. But when it comes to women, like it's always this catty drama. It's always this division amongst women and the fans. They don't help because the fans make it seem as if, you know, if you're a woman, you have to go back at her. Oh, she said that you got to reply. And they just help create this toxic environment. And then the fans complain, well, why is it only one rapper woman? Because y'all did that shit. So, man, just Keisha Cole came a long way, man. <laughs> y'all remember watching Keisha Cole back in, what was it, on BET when she had, what What the fuck was the name of her show, man? Well, it was Keisha Cole, I think her sister, Nephi, her mama, Frank. We all know mama Frankie. Like, Frankie was crazy, man. <laughs> Ooh, we used to love watching Frankie, man. But speaking of love, bro, why this motherfucker, man? Hold on, let me mute that. We all know Chris Sales. Chris Sales is the ex of, I believe you say her name is a Queen Nasha. Like this motherfucker. At first, you know, I thought maybe he was just like a scorned ex. He is a scorned ex, but he mentions Queen Nasha every chance he get, and I'm like, bro, like y'all broke up forever ago. Queen Nasha, I believe, is in a relationship with Clarence. The nigga with the beard. You know, I don't know how to describe the nigga. I know he on YouTube and he got a beard. But this motherfucker, Chris Sales, man. Let me play y'all what he said. He said he has never disrespected his son's mom being Queen Naja. Now, I could pull up about 90 clips of him disrespecting Queen Naja. But I ain't going to spend too much time on this subject. I'm just going to play y'all what he said. This nigga's a hypocrite. Any of my child's mothers... I never in my life disrespect any of my child's mothers. That nigga lying. Now, when it comes to disrespecting, you know, hold up. Matter of fact, let me play out what that came from. His response came from the fact that Queen Naja sent out a tweet that said, a lot of men forget that. A lot of men forget that part of loving their child is respecting their child's mom. 100%. Let's clap it up. But that also goes both ways because, like, I try to look at things from both perspectives. Like, like I hate so much. Like, I be so exhausted when I see, like, women who, you know, they may get cheated on or treated badly. And then they tell the man who may love his child, you know what? You're going to regret doing that. You're not going to see me or your son ever again. Now, I understand him not seeing you but to include his child and say he is not going to see his child ever again. Like, that's fucking ridiculous, man, because I know two guys right now who I went to school with. And like, they want to see their child so bad, but they admitted to me, you know what? I did some fucked up shit. I cheated. I fucked up best friend. Now, that's that's dirty. That's booties, niggas. That's dirty. But they showed me text messages saying, you know what, I, I I hope her pussy was worth it because you're not going to see your daughter no Like, that's like, that's the dumbest thing ever, man. Like, 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 why would you, 
Why would you do that? Like, I understand being hurt and being scorned and trying to make him feel the same pain you feel. But stuff like that only hurts your child. Like, your child is the only one that suffers when it comes to situations like that. Like, you're not doing him a... Like, you, like you think you're doing yourself a favor. But what you're doing is hurting your child because the months and the years are going to go by and then your child, they don't know. They're going to think, daddy don't love me. Not knowing that it was your dumbass who kept your child away from a man who really wants to see their child. Now, I'm not saying that every man wants to see their child, but I'm, all I'm saying is that people do fucked up shit. If you have a man that is trying and going above and beyond to see his child, bro, let, let the nigga see his child, man. <laughs> I don't understand that, man, but Apple released AirPods for five hundred and forty nine dollars, and bro, can you guys look? Google these fucking. If you guys have not seen these headphones, Google AirPod Max. Now the PS Five is five hundred dollars. My car note is a little over three hundred dollars. So to spend damn near, could you? Could you? With if it's five fifty, you spending about six hundred dollars after tax, basically. To listen to some music. And I can't even blame. I can't even place blame on like Apple. Because all they do is put out the product. It's like. Like if you got somebody. And like they're selling bananas for $300. Like I can't get mad. Or call the person stupid. Who is selling the bananas. The dumbasses. The people that should be criticized. Are those who buy it. That's all I'm saying man. But um. Hold on. I'm breezing through some more shit. What the fuck is this? Why was my homeboy listening to Queen, bro? This motherfucker Chris Sells cannot get Queen Naja off his mind, bro. But um, Shaq, man, speaking of somebody being stuck in somebody's mind, we know Shaq. Shaquille O'Neal, Shaq, the big Aristotle. This motherfucker was on Meg Thee Stallion's live watching her twerk. Now, if this don't give you uncle vibes, I don't know what will. Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal. He was on Meg Thee Stallion's live. You know, she was twerking. She was showing off her new twerk move. And Shaq put a comment. He said, watching that booty. Bruh, you know how creepy you sound? Like, do y'all watch the show you on Netflix? Like to comment, watching that booty. Like that is the most stalker <laughs> Weirdest shit in the fucking world, man. <laughs> now I've seen, you know, girls twerk on IG Live and like I just like matter of fact, I understand that like everybody's mindset is different. But can I bring myself to comment watching that booty? Like I just feel like that shit is is weird to me, man. That's like when you see a girl outside and you think, like, you know how like woman. Like, this podcast is listened to by 83% women. So, like, you know how in the summertime, like, my New York listeners, or if you live in, like, an inner city, and, like, you walk down the street, you're looking good. You might got your nice dress on, your nice skirt, legs is out. You got your thighs out. Your hips is swinging. And, like, a guy walk by, and he say, damn, that ass 
fat. Like that shit weird to me, man. But my guy, Faison Love, man. Faison Love, interview came out this week on DJ Vlad, Vlad TV, where he blamed Jay-Z for the current rapper-related violence because of his drug lord persona. Now, I kind of understand what he was trying to say, but I just don't said he, I, well, I don't feel as if he, he said it in an eloquent way in which people can understand. But this right here is what Faison Love said in regards to Jay-Z playing a part in the rappers dying today. To 2020, and there's like a rapper getting killed every few weeks. Every week. Yeah. Because they don't understand. And I criticized him for it. Because it's kind of his fault. Mm. When Jay-Z creates this whole drug dealer, drug lord, I'm a drug dealer, I'm a drug lord. These kids, and they that's, we got to do it too, to be like Jay-Z. Not knowing that this is all made up. Jay, Jay was involved. No, no, hold on, hold no, on, hold on, hold no, on, hold no, on. No, no. No. I interviewed D. Haven, who was his drug dealing partner. Right. No, no, not partner. Let me stop it. Like, there's so much truth, I feel, to what Faison Love is saying. But that persona that Jay-Z had was so long ago. Like, Jay-Z hasn't rapped about drugs or selling drugs probably in over a decade. Because that was part of his young life. Now, do I think he's still may have some affiliations. I do. But I believe that Jay-Z is a man who has grown, who has matured, who has elevated himself to a point to where he, he no longer wants to associate with those things because his brand is too big. Like, like he said, Jay-Z is a business. Like his name is a business. Like when you say, like when you say Jay-Z, it's not like you're saying like Waka Flocka. Like saying Jay-Z's name is like a whole entity. It's like a whole corporation within itself. But I just feel like Jay-Z, he got an issue. I mean, not Jay-Z. I think Faison Love, I think he got an issue some kind of way. How much did little baby get for a show now? Can I, I think he got an issue with him in some kind of way. To even Because this is not the first time he's mentioned Jay-Z or tried to throw Jay-Z under the bus. I feel like something happened in the past. I don't know if Faison Love... Was supposed to be in a music video and Jay-Z changed his mind, but something happened to where Faison Love holds some kind of animosity towards um, Jay-Z. Now, I don't agree with everything Jay-Z does, but I hope that Faison Love and Jay-Z, well, matter of fact, I don't even think Jay-Z would even talk to Faison Love, to be honest. I don't think it's, what the nigga said, it's above me now. I think he ain't gonna talk to this man, to this nigga, man. But speaking of talking, Bruh, have y'all seen Dion Warwick on um what's she on? Dion Warwick on um Twitter. Bruh, she cutting up. I think Dion Warwick is about 80 years old. Now she said, you know, I just I just figured out how to use um just figured out how to use Twitter. My niece or something taught me, bruh. She been on I on Twitter cutting the fuck up. She said she's gonna change her name to Dion the singer. Because, you know, if Chance the Rapper's name is Chance the Rapper, why can I sing? Well, my, why can't my name be Dion the Singer? 
She done called out Who she called out what the, What's this motherfucker name She called out Wendy Williams Cause Wendy was on her show Talking shit about Dion Now Dion She don't bother nobody man Every single day Dion She goes on You know Her shit Let me play Hold on Matter of fact Fuck Wendy man I ain't gonna spend too much time On Wendy Williams Big ass Like Like the other week I came in here You know I showed some love To Wendy Williams but it's like when I do that, she goes on her show and she just sucked the love I gave her right out the fucking room. Like, Wendy, you just said your mama just died. You got shit going on. You still probably going through a custody battle with your ex-husband. What's his name? Kevin Hunter or whatever the fuck his name is. And you still coming online or coming on your show to talk about folks. Man, I, like I understand because I do the same thing. Like she has, Like she has a job she got to do. She gets paid millions and millions of dollars. But my thing is that, like, remember when she had the issue going on where, you know, her husband, Kevin Hunter, he slept with, a, with someone she knew or whatever the fuck was going on. He was cheating. He was living with a whole nother woman. He had mail coming to her house and everything like that. And she went on her show and she refused to talk about it. Well, you know, that's my personal business. Um, I have that going on in private. But then she like she gets the tea as they call it, and she just unleashes and tells everything to millions and millions of people. So we ain't gonna spend too much time on Wendy, bruh. Wendy, shut the fuck up. That's how we gonna end it. But speaking of people who who need to know how to shut the fuck up now, Jamel Hill and Carrie Champion. These are two strong, beautiful black women. Like I love some Carrie Champion. I love Jamel Hill. I listen to her, um, her podcast on Spotify. <sighs> I love him. But nobody is exempt from doing dumb shit. Now, recently after Jake Paul knocked the fuck out of Nate Robinson, they have a show that they do, and Jake Paul went on their show. Now, I want to shoot them some bell first. Now, Carrie Champion and Jamel Hill, they said that. They spoke about it beforehand. They asked Jake Paul... Can they ask this question? But after hearing the question, I don't care if you, if you guys spoke about it beforehand. The question is fucking stupid. Let me play y'all what, what they said. Was it racist to knock a black man out? That is the question of the Oh, movie. stop asking me that. I said no. <laughs> it's not racist. <laughs> it's a question. It's a sport. Why is it a question? Why is it question because it, how does this have anything to do with race it just it doesn't it's a At fine least. question we got to wake you up you got to be a part of this conversation <laughs> did y'all hear the question she asked jake paul who was white was it is it racist to knock a black man out bitch what y'all gonna get the dumb bitch for that you stupid ignorant son of a bitch dumb bastard Jesus Christ, I met some dumb bastards in my time, but you outdo them all. Get over there. Like, I understand you said, you know, oh, we spoke about this beforehand. It was a funny segment that we decided to do. But, bro, in the climate we live in now, like, that's not the kind of race joke you make. Now, y'all know me. Like, I'm super chill. I don't get offended. But that was the dumbest fucking attempt at a joke. Like, boxing is boxing, man. Like, I don't care if... if if um if I'm white and I'm boxing somebody black, like my my goal is to knock you the fuck out. I don't give a fuck about you being black. Like that that should be any boxer's 
mindset when they step in the ring. I don't care if you're playing basketball, football. Like, if you are my opponent, my job is to beat your ass because I want to win. Now, I don't want to see you die, but for boxing, UFC, like, once we step in that ring, like, everything is off. Like, we're going to fight to the death because that's just how it works. But speaking of getting knocked out, T.I. going crazy again, man. So let me call up somebody who I know loved them some T.I. We're going to see if she could justify what T.I. was speaking on. Hello. Hold on. First of all, let me clap it up. But look, I called because um, I, want, I wanted to get your opinion on did you hear what T.I. said about three, four days ago on this podcast? Did you hear what he said? Uh-uh, I didn't, I didn't hear that. All right, so T.I., well, hold on. Matter of fact, let me play what he said so the listeners could hear. This is what T.I. said on his podcast. Well, he was speaking about women, and he said that him and Lil Duval believe that men spend time with their daughters to prevent them from becoming thoughts. But let me play y'all what he said, though. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. You know I'll call it uh, thought prevention hours. You got to put in them thought prevention hours. Keep your daughter off the pole. You know what I'm saying? So you just you spending time going to daddy daughter dances and you taking them on trips with just you and her. Those are thought prevention hours that you putting in. You got to do that. Yeah, don't do that. But hey, gonna be somewhere in Magic City, man. You know what I'm saying? Trying to figure it out. Yeah. So that is absolutely necessary for any father. If you ain't putting in your thought prevention hour, then your daughter end up a down. So don't blame her now. <laughs> don't look at her talk about, oh, you mother No, you didn't set an example. You did not set an example. You did not show what the was that she should be doing. So what do you think about that now that you heard what he said? Do you believe that men spend time with their daughters to prevent them from becoming thoughts? Or is that something that <laughs> that is learned in the community or amongst their friends or social media or I guess wherever else you want to say it? Um, I guess, isn't it the same with saying like when folks do like, oh, if a female don't have her her daddy in her life or something like that. You don't remember hearing that? Like, I, mean, I mean, yeah, like I heard that before, but like I don't believe that that like directly correlates to whether your daughter is no, quote unquote don't. a hoe it, or it, not. I mean, it, it don't. I when I heard it, I mean, it's kind of funny. I mean, I guess hearing that come out of that. Do you do you believe it's some truth to it? Because you know, Ti is your man. You from Atlanta? You know, like you love <laughs> Ti, but like this not the first time Ti put his foot in his mouth. A couple was it a couple months ago where he said he accompanies his daughter to the gynecologist. So like, why do you think Ti keeps making these statements? But going back to the question, like, do you believe that that's true? I don't think it's true. I mean, you can spend. I'm pretty sure there is a bunch of strippers out there that got their daddies and they love. <laughs> they had their dads and they lives their whole lives. So, I mean, it's a little bit more than that than just preventing a woman from becoming a thought, I guess. You got to establish a bunch of, like, self-esteem and all that extra stuff, you know. So, I guess, I mean, if they look at it like, you know, them spending time with their daughter, no, that shouldn't be the main reason why they should be spending time with her. But, I mean, I don't know. Because, I mean, I guess I, it's a good thing that they are. But but I mean I guess but do you feel that like I guess by her having a dad who is actively involved in her life do you think that it minimizes her becoming a thought? 
Uh, no. If anything, if she want to rebel, she didn't, you know, she could still become one. I mean, and then that's also depending on how her mama is, you know. So that's just something that, um, if he think in his head, I think he's saying all of that because of his guilty, you know. Mm-hmm. Probably grew up trash and winning. So, I mean, that's ain't nothing but guilt, guilt talking because he got a bunch of, you know, daughters that he hoped they another guy like him would come around and do the same thing to them. But that's kind of how karma works. So, mm-hmm. I agree. But, uh, but look, so hold I on. think he, I think more so with him having his podcast and he know that anything. Yeah, you know, it, it, it gets it gets viewers. It goes viral. You know, it, it it only helps his podcast really at the end of the day. Nah, that's what I say. Like he know, I I feel like does he know what he's doing? Yeah, when he say certain stuff, do I think he one hundred percent stand by that? No. You know, but do he embarrass his kids like that? Because they grown, you know what I mean? And, I mean, yeah, for some reason, he doesn't really too much care about all that. I mean, I I guess to go from, speaking of embarrassment, do you think Lakeith, like, do you know Lakeith Stanfield, right, from Atlanta, from... Uh, you know, like the black shows that we love from the photograph with Issa Rae, he was in um, the Clubhouse app and he was moaning in the Clubhouse app. Do you think he should be embarrassed about that or do you think it was a joke? Wait, he was moaning. Why? <laughs> <laughs> they had, they had, <laughs> they had it like, they had like a chat room on the Clubhouse app where I think they was giving away $300 for like, <laughs> Whatever man, whatever man can moan the best, and he was moaning in the clubhouse. Really? Hold on, hold on. Let, let me hold on. Listen, I mean, listen, listen. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yesterday, we ready, right? Keep don't come on here with no fuck shit. Oh, daddy. Now, do you think he should be embarrassed by that? Because I mean, like after the clip came out, like somebody screen recorded it, like he took a lot of backlash. They they was clowning him. They was, was laughing he joking, at him. Or was he like, no, to me, to me, it was a joke. Like I feel like people online, like like they take things so serious. Yeah, I just like I when I first heard the clip, like to me, like, like like to me, it was funny. Like I laughed about it because like to yeah, me, it was I hilarious. Think- I refuse to believe that man hurting for three hundred dollars to actually see. I I don't know with his type of the way he acts and his character, you know. To me, to me, just, to me, it was a joke. Like, like the goofy type to do something like that. Look, like I said, to me, it was a joke. Like I believe he, he was probably going through the app. He seen the room. He went in. You know, he just started moaning as a joke. And that's that, what I. Yeah, and that that goes into. And, um, into something I was talking about last week, where a couple of weeks ago, you know, Jack Black, like the white actor Jack Black. A couple of weeks uh-huh. ago, he had did the the WAP dance, you know, the Meg Thee Stallion dance, and everybody online was they, they was loving it. Oh my God, I love Jack Black. Oh, he's so funny. So like, that's my thing. It's like why when like someone white does something like a black dance, like everybody loves it, but then like if you have like a black man who does something like you know a feminine dance or something quote unquote feminine, like everybody trashes him as gay, but when someone white does it, it's it's seen as funny. Because that's been the culture of it. White people do that's been like that since we were kids, and that's. I mean, that's just the black community. Everything's gay. <laughs> Versus when white people do it, that's why they be like, "Oh, that's white people." Shit. And that's and that's my thing because it's it's just like every time somebody black does something, you know, like it don't mean that they're gay because they're doing something like you know jokingly. 
But like every time somebody white does it, oh, they invited to the barbecue. I'm like, because they're doing a black dance? But then like if a black guy do the same dance, like like we see Tay Diggs on social media. Like Tay Diggs always <laughs> like yeah, you you cause you know the videos. Like Tay Diggs always laughing, he always joking, you know, doing something that that looks feminine. And everybody, it oh, he gay, feminine, he gay, he gay, he gay. It, it do look feminine, but at the same time, I mean, it, it does. But then, if like, if if Tom Cruise or who Gary Owen or somebody does it, oh, he's so uh, he's so funny. But that's because I think the the issue is that so, for example, you brought up a good point because Gary Owen is a comedian, and we used to see him do goofy stuff like that. The same way, if like Lil Duval or something like that was to do something like that, we kind of would just you know. Nah, but you're comparing it to Tay Diggs, where it's like no, they, no, I, I, so I'm saying these roles that they play, though, they be thinking like the roles they play in movies, like that really be their personality. So, oh, okay, so hold on. So you say if if you saw Lil Duval twerking and doing the WAP dance, you, nobody gonna call him gay? No, I don't think so. I feel like if any, like if any straight black man, do it in the funny. I feel like he gonna twerk in the funny, but like. That, I don't know. You I'm, ta- I'm talking about. I'm talking about the WAP dance where like Jack Black was on the floor, like pounding his fist I on mean, the floor and twerking. See, I ain't see that video or nothing like that. But like I was saying, like I feel like if they show, I mean, because I don't know the dance that you're talking about. Like I haven't seen him do uh, that video. But if I saw like you know a video, a little Duval or something like that, just randomly, you know, like. Popping or whatever, twerking, whatever it can be. Like I probably would laugh, it, but I'm not gonna. Yeah, but I, but I feel, but I feel like if you go to those comments, it's gonna be all the gay comments. Oh, you know, oh, all our but black men like are gay. Coming from Le Duval, but if it came from somebody else, like like when we come out see our earlier, I would never be able to see him do that. He could probably have the most. I mean, but he might do it as a joke. It might be funny to him too. Like I believe that. But like when Ti's home, you know, he laughs, he jokes, people. he does things. You know. It'd be certain people though that it's just kind of like when it comes from one because you would, you think you know them based on how they portray themselves on social media, but they might be really goofy, you know, behind closed doors. So I guess why Mike, I was saying it. That's why black people think like basically everything. Everything is gay. Is gay. Everything is gay. Doing. It's like if huh? you're not. I said like you're right. Like if if a black man is not walking around with a serious face twenty four seven, like it, he's gay. But hold up, I want to. Mm-hmm. I mean, not not all the time, but I want the last thing I want to ask you is that the the battle tonight is E forty versus Too Short. Who you got? Now, like I'm not really well versed in both of these characters, so I don't really know who to pick. But who you, you got? E forty and who? It's tonight. E forty against Too Short tonight, live from California. Oh, I mean, I'm going with Too Short. Like I said, I don't really know who to pick. Like coming and from I'm New York, I'm not really a here. fan of both too it's much. Funny, outside though, of like, I'm not gonna sit here and act like I know all their catalog like that, but. I mean, I know based on the songs that I know, I've li- I like E. I mean, I like Too Short. I mean, the only song I know from Too Short, I think, is Blow the Whistle, and I think E Forty, Tell Me When to Go. I'm I'm pretty sure I know more. Yeah, but and I don't really. Care I don't really know the the, the, the so, catalog. Though I said I'm, I don't really care for that. Tell me when to go, like, um, or his voice or anything. So that's why I said Too Short. It's not something I'm gonna tune into because I, like I said, I don't know all the catalog. I guess that's a Cali thing. I mean, you still might tune in, but like before I let you go now, the other day you tested positive for coronavirus. Like, tell so, like, tell me how you feel. Like, how you feeling? Like, like what the symptoms have been? Like, what's been going on since you tested positive? Uh, it's funny because like beforehand, and like I said, I just didn't have no taste or smell. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the first thing, and that's when I noticed like, oh, for real. 
Like I can't, I couldn't even taste the coffee or nothing or smell it. So that's what made me go get tested. Um, it was like after that, it kind of goes up and down with symptoms. Like, I can mean, you taste food, or is it just related to like drinks? No, nah, you... I don't taste. I don't taste nothing. Mm. Like the food. I mean, I'm eating for texture. I think today I had a little hint of, you know, like a little taste. Like, oh, so it's here, it's but... coming back. It's coming back, but it. Yeah, but it's like it's like a little hint of it. But before, like, I I don't I just ate for the texture. But besides that, I mean, I've had. I know the second day, it was like, I mean, headaches would randomly come, mm-hmm. um, feeling congested, like, within my nose and head, um, in regards to feeling sleepy, all, you know, just tired for no reason, no energy, or lightheaded at some point, and then, and then um, I mean, at one point, it was uh, me feeling kind of, like, winded, if I was doing too much at one point. Yeah. I have to like sit down and kind of catch my breath a little bit. I mean, you you're going to be good though. You're going to be good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, all you got to do just, you know, just like there there was yesterday I felt like I had my energy back. So with me being young, I think with me being young and everything, I can't say the same for everybody else cuz people, you know, they have different health issues. So um as long as I'm resting and not doing too much and, you know, still trying to eat and still trying to, you know, Make sure I keep my energy up. I mean, time. but just make like just make sure you stay hydrated. Make sure you get some rest. And like you said, like when you being young, you being thirty, like I feel like you know you're gonna be fine. Everything gonna be good, man. But, I mean, but there are young people, who, you know, they've had been hooked on, you know, ventilators. I mean, I mean, yeah, up. they're young, but they probably have like other, you know, underlying yeah, conditions yeah. I mean, which may a, make it's them. An immune system, it's an immune system thing. I mean, there's people that been around it could have, you know, very well easily caught it, and they ain't caught it yet. Their mood system good, so well you know it I, just all depends, but it ain't been nothing like in regards to. I know people got it work, so I ain't complaining. I mean, but at the end of the day, just make sure you get some rest. I'm gonna get out of here, man. I appreciate you, man, for stepping onto the all podcast. Right. All right. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. We out. <laughs>